poets and intellectuals of this time, the innovative minds, the intelligentsia, those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence, escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps. Where are these engaging people? The risk takers, the revolutionaries, those living apart from this big unrest, those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption. Welcome to the Bohemian Beat. We will journey beyond the horizon and find the artists living on the edge, going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re-emerged with art that is challenging, original and brutal. You have tuned into The Bohemian Beat. I'm Rudy, with you for the next hour with poetry and music. Today we will start with an Australian hip-hop artist, Joel Listics, who released his second solo album in June 2014 called Blue Volume, which deals with the despair and frustration of an outcast bewildered by a deteriorating political and social landscape. He has said, I quote, and uh, possibly a language warning for this quote, the older I get, the more I realise I don't know shit about shit. We're all just stumbling through life trying not to make things worse. Before writing this new album, I was living overseas. When I returned to Australia, there was a new government, a lurch to the right, and an insidious profit-first agenda that scared the shit out of me. I felt remarkably out of step and wanted to write about it. Not in a prescriptive way, not in a finger-pointing way, more in a personal way. And a language warning for this track. Hey, this is for those in betweeners who don't follow no one, follow no leaders, follow no trend or the sheep that are led, follow no fool, never fall in step. I am not another voice in the choir, kicking out jams on the party line. No, I am not your poster child, do my own thing in my own damn style. I would never assume to talk on the behalf of anybody but myself. When I see anybody on a soapbox, all I hear are the warning bells. Even if we're on the same side, I don't follow blind, I am not that guy. And those pigeonholes were only made to hold the kind of bird that's afraid to fly.
Hey, it ain't my fault, I got no love I'm at a pub complaining how this country sucks I'm an oddball, I'm on the wrong team All my friends are out of step with the mainstream And the nightmare is in full swing And the right wing are fucking up the whole thing And it might be the stifling, frightening feeling Is really only felt in the fringes But I doubt it, I reroute it Dope with a beat, I need to speak about it For the kids of the labor left, you got a bone to pick We didn't vote for that fuck stick I don't dig the kid, I don't kick the kid I don't think it'd change if you made the switch I don't dig the kid, I don't kick the kid I don't think it'd change if you made the switch I don't dig the kid, I don't kick the kid I don't think it'd change if you made the switch I don't buy the bullshit dreams of an aspirationless modern Australia Say I'm Good by Joe Listick, the MC name for Joe Ma, an Australian solo artist, producer and multi-instrumentalist, and a member of the Melbourne-based Australian hip-hop group TZU. Joel was raised in Sydney to a Chinese father and an Australian mother. This next piece from his album Blue Volume called Not In My Name is about refugees in detention. Joel has said, I quote, in the early 2000s, I lived in a share house on the outskirts of Melbourne, and on more than one occasion, we were a safe house for escaped refugees from Woomera Detention Centre. My mother also offered transitional housing at her house in Sydney for refugees who had been released from Villawood with temporary protection visas. I continue to support advocacy groups like ASRC, the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, by playing benefits and doing workshops. I just try to do my bit. And a language warning for this track. Lately I've been losing all my faith in humanity And to think I am a part of it's embarrassing I read the paper and I keep up with the news I can't recognise what we do is even human it's out of whack, out of balance, out of control The lies told and the attitudes that unfold This fucking country has a rotten bit of hard soul These are the laws of the land that the crown stole I hear them talk, talk, talking on the radio They spit fever pitch, panic on what they oppose I read the columns, the letters and opinion pieces At every pub, everybody's got prepared speeches Misunderstanding all the pain in the politics They only want a scapegoat and kept promises And all the anger and the fear and resentment grows The brutality of lucky country village folk It's not enough to turn back a bunch of leaky boats It's not enough to kill their dreams, then we kill their hope it's not enough to deprive them of their human rights It's not enough until somebody lose their life Dark shadows gather, history will judge us harsh One day you'll ask yourself, did I do enough? And how much cruelty did we allow to be dealt To a group of desperate people asking for some help? How does it sit with you? How do you sleep at night? Does it worry you at all? Occupy your mind I hang my head, heavy heart so ashamed, it's in my backyard, but not in my name. The journalists gather, the 
cameras click clack And at the podium the speaker's putting on his act He talks in doublespeak, Orwellian reports Empty words but his body language says it all His hands are outstretched, now his arms are crossed His white face sweats bullets and he nods a lot Official press release, massive fact omission The purpose so clear, dehumanise the victims Appoint an expert, launch inquiries Pass the buck obfuscation by any means He answers all the questions with the party line Repeats the focus group emotion heavy catch cries He knows his audience and how to handle them Talk tough, keep it simple, act the larrikin Make him think that you're one of them just like a mate Repeat the sentiment, ain't this fucking country great? Now he's hit his stride, he's got them hypnotized Convinced them there's a threat to their very way of life And now the lights fade and he walks away He played it perfectly to keep the power one more day How does it sit with you? How do you sleep at night? Does it worry you at all? Are you dead inside? I hang my head, heavy heart, I am so ashamed It's in my backyard, but not in my name The sun beats down hot upon a prison camp A family huddles in a tent with no ceiling fan The days roll into each other in the worst way A young boy celebrates his ninth birthday At night he hears people weeping, it's a common sound He's used to seeing things, he saw his sister drown He wonders if it's real, he wonders who to trust His mum and dad are like ghosts, they don't talk too much He kicks a soccer ball in an empty field One of the guards kicks it back and compliments his skill The boy tells the guard, I turn nine today The guard smiles, stops, then he looks away He says, little man, one day I hope you understand When you're older and your dignity is still intact And you look back at this vicious treatment Not all were complicit, not all were indecent How does it sit with you? How do you sleep at night? Does it worry you at all? Do you sympathize? I hang my head, heavy heart, I am so ashamed It's in my backyard, but not in my name Not in my name not in my name, not in my name! You are listening to The Bohemian Beat, broadcasting nationally since 2007 across the community radio network. We just heard Joelistics with Not In My Name. An American alternative hip-hop artist known for his poetic bent is Sol Williams, born in 1972 in New York. Among his better-known works is the anti-war poem Pledge of Resistance, released in 2003 and written in free verse. The pledge opposes what it characterises as endless war, transfusions of blood for oil, invasions of foreign countries, bombing civilians and killing children. It goes on, not in our name will you erode the very freedoms you have claimed to fight for. It implicitly accuses the Bush administration of deeming whole peoples or countries as evil and pledges, among other things, alliance with those who have come under attack for voicing opposition to the war or for their religion or race. The pledge to resist. We believe that as a people living in the United States, it is our responsibility to resist the injustices done by our government in our names. 
not in our name will you wage endless war. There can be no more deaths, no more transfusions of blood for oil. Not in our name will you invade countries, bomb civilians, kill more children, letting history take its course over the graves of the nameless. Not in our names will you erode the very freedoms you have claimed to fight for. Not by our hands will we supply weapons and funding for the annihilation of families on foreign soil. Not by our mouths will we let fear silence us. Not by our hearts will we allow whole peoples or countries to be deemed evil. Not by our will and not in our name. We pledge resistance. We pledge alliance with those who have undercome attack for voicing opposition to the war or for their religion or ethnicity. We pledge to make common cause with the people of the world to bring about justice, freedom, and peace. Another world is possible, and we pledge to make it real.
Universal Soldier, and before that, Sol Williams reading The Pledge of Resistance. Williams has described poetry in his 2006 collection of poetry called The Dead EMC Scrolls, The Lost Teachings of Hip Hop, I quote, What is a poem but a means of making sense of all that comes through the senses, a senseless dream decoded? What is a dream but a story broken into fragments and scattered, card-like, before a child as a test of memory? What is memory but a warm welcome from a stranger who knows you by name, and perhaps a kiss and invitation to board in a larger room with greater storage space and more natural light? But there are also memories that haunt, past moments that we rather think of as belonging to past lives. And then there are those stored in books and records for the sake of collective memory, history. In this next piece, Telegram by Sol Williams, he laments the death of hip-hop and another language warning for this track. I'm falling up flights of stairs, scraping myself from the sidewalk, jumping from rivers to bridges, drowning in pure air. Hip-hop is lying on the side of the road, half dead to itself. Blood scrawled over its mangled flesh like jazz, stuffed into an oversized record bag. Tuba lips swollen beyond recognition. Diamond-studded teeth strewn like rice at Karma's wedding. The ring bearer bore bad news. Minister of Information wrote the wrong proclamation. And now everyone's singing the wrong song. Dissonant chords find necks like nooses. That nigga kicked the chair from under my feet. Harlem shaking from a rope but still on beat. Damn, that loop is tight. That nigga found a way to sample the way, the truth, the light Can't wait to play myself at the party tonight Niggas are gonna die Cop cars swerves to the side of the road Hip-hop takes its last breath The cops crawls vernacular man's photo on a yellow pad Then balls the paper into his hand Deciding he'd rather freestyle You have the right to remain silent You have the right to remain silent And maybe you should have Maybe you should have Before your bullshit Yo, manifests Yo, can't fuck with me They too thugged out Niggas think I'm bugged out Cause I'm too trying to lucked out Say hip-hop no more, son It's bigger than that Say ghetto no more, black It's bigger than black So where my aliens at, girl? We all illegal The system ain't for us It's for rich people And you ain't rich, dog. You just got money But you can't buy shit to not get hungry Telegram to hip-hop Dear hip-hop, stop This shit has gone too far, stop Please see that turntables and mix every turn to cool her Stop, the ghettos are dancing off beat Stop, the master of ceremonies have forgotten that they were once slaves And have neglected the occasion of this ceremony Stop, perhaps we should not have encouraged him to use cordless microphones For they have walked too far from the source And are emitting a lesser frequency Stop, please inform all interested parties That cash nor murder have been included to the list of elements Stop, we are discontinuing our line of braggadocio In light of the current trend in realness Stop, as an alternative we will be confiscating weeds supplies and replacing them with magic mushrooms in hopes of helping niggas see beyond their reality. Stop. Give my regards to Brooklyn. Stop. 
criminal I walk the streets like the lie that I'm telling One listener grips his knee and starts yelling I see through speakers, I speak what's seen I eat and shed, I sleep and dream I walk the streets of London like Narmine And chillin' ragamama eating crisp soybeans It's like that This is a bohemian beat And that was Sol Williams with Telegram with the words, Minister of Information wrote the wrong proclamation. Now everyone's singing the wrong song. That's a reference to a classic book, 1984, by George Orwell, in which totalitarian society is under constant surveillance by the government and various ministries are in control of every aspect of both public and private lives of citizens. Each and everything people like and believe is dictated by the state-operated media. In this case, we can see how MTV is killing real music by promoting plastic pop stars and rappers that don't really know what the music's about or have anything sensible to say. In the novel 1984, tyranny is headed by Big Brother, the quasi-divine party leader who enjoys an intense cult of personality, but who may not even exist. Big Brother and the party justify their harsh rule and perpetual war in the name of a supposed greater good. The protagonist of the novel, Winston Smith, is a member of the outer party who works for the Ministry of Truth, which is responsible for propaganda and historical revisionism. This next piece is some excerpts from the novel read by a ragtag group of musicians from a band called Tense Man, recorded at the Dungeon. War is peace. Freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. War is peace. Freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. War is peace. Freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. Freedom is slavery, To the future or to the past, to a time when thought is free, when men are different from one another and do not live alone, to a time when truth exists and what is done cannot be undone. From the age of uniformity, from the age of solitude, from the age of Big Brother, from the age of doublethink, greetings! From the age of uniformity, from the age of solitude, from the age of Big Brother, from the age of doublethink, greetings! Life, if you looked about you, bore no resemblance not only to the lies that streamed out of the telly screens, but even to the ideals that the party was trying to achieve. The ideal set by the party was something huge, terrible and glittering. A world of steel and concrete, of monstrous machines and terrifying weapons. A nation of warriors and fanatics marching forward in perfect unity. All thinking the same thoughts and shouting the same slogans. Perpetually fighting working, triumphing, persecuting, 300 million people, all with the same face. To the future yeah, to or time. to the past, past. to a time when thought is free, to a time when men are different from one another, and do not live alone, to a time when truth exists, to a time when done cannot be undone. The invention of print, however, made it easier to manipulate public opinion, and the film and the radio carried the process further. With the development of television and the technical advance which made it possible to receive and transmit simultaneously, private life came to an end. Every citizen, or at least every citizen important enough to be worth watching, could be kept for 24 hours a day under the eyes of the police and in the sound of official propaganda. 
with all other channels of communication closed. The possibility of enforcing not only complete obedience to the will of the state, but complete uniformity of opinion on all subjects, now existed for the first time. Newspeak is insoc and insoc is newspeak. Orthodoxy means not thinking, not needing to think. Orthodoxy is unconsciousness. Orthodoxy is unconsciousness. Orthodoxy is unconsciousness. Orthodoxy is unconsciousness. The new aristocracy was made up for the most part of bureaucrats, scientists, technicians, trade union organisers, publicity experts, sociologists, teachers, journalists and professional politicians. These people, whose origins laid in the salaried middle class and upper grades of the working class, had been shaped and brought together by the barren world of monopoly industry and centralised government. To the future yeah. to or time. to the past, past. to a time when thought is free, to a time when men are different from one another, and do not live alone, to a time when truth exists, and what is done cannot be undone. From the age of uniformity, from the age of solitude, from the age of Big Brother, from the age of Double Think, greetings! Touch it till you're dead and give you no future. Your name and address is on his computer. Talk amongst yourselves, ain't nothing you can do, wherever you may be. Big Brother is watching you. Big Brother has a very big sister, dotty money lover just can't resist her. Turns on the masses like a PS3 girl, turns up his senses and controls your world. Big Brother has a satellite dish, a spy in the sky and he pies in the fish. He pies in the food and he pies in your rain, he got a wicked idea and pies in your brain. Big Brother's looking at you, Big Sister at his side. Said he got you covered, take it in your stride. Don't bother get upset, no, you were warned before. Just prepare for a showdown when he knocks on your door. You can't judge him by his colours, Louis Grey don't glow. Tell your sisters and your brothers, he's come to wreck the show. He don't consider judgment time, tries to play God too. So just sign the dotted line. Big brother is watching you. Big brother is watching you. Deco. Big brother is watching you. You know. Big brother is watching you. It's true. Big brother is watching you. Ooh. In his patrol car, staking out your life Doing evil deeds in the station at night Cruising on the highway or burning up the motorway He got you on video, listening to what you say Loving on the backseat, it don't matter Mr. Big Brother tunes into your chatter Like a voyeur at the local zoo Big Brother is watching you 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 Studied you and filmed you for his documentary. Upon your wall he was a fly, upon your cat a flea. You said that you won't deal with him, well he will deal with you. 
you don't have to invite him in. Big Brother is watching you. He has got our music on a microchip. He can hear us moaning from an offshore ship. Tuned into your turn on, hidden in the barcode. He's into aviation and damaging the ozone. Nosing in your business, tapping on your phone You may not want to hear this, but he's in your home Hands for the homeless, he's with your dear He could help you out, but he don't really care He could stop the war and educate the masses He won't help the work as he drinks with the bosses He could feed the hungry, but he walks away When I get this angry, I let me get our plane to the Bohemian Beat, brought to you via the Community Radio Network. And that was British-Jamaican Rastafarian writer and dub poet Benjamin Zephaniah with his poem, Big Brother. Zephaniah has named Noam Chomsky as one of his heroes. He says, I quote, Every time I hear or read something about Noam Chomsky, I'm amazed at how accessible he can make complex ideas about society and the way we are governed. He started as a linguist but was fascinated with the way that a child can learn six languages at once. He then started to think about the way that language is used in the adult world and how corporations and governments manipulate language to manipulate us. Language is more than an academic subject. It is more than the building blocks for making poetry. It can also be used as a tool of oppression or liberation. This next piece by Chomsky is from an interview in Colorado recorded in 1986 from a speech called Terrorism, the Politics of Language, and this piece is called Propaganda. C.P. Otero, who's uh, edited um, a collection of your essays entitled Radical Priorities, is written in the preface of that book, and this may uh, startle a lot of people. Uh, the totalitarian system of thought control is far less effective than a democratic one, since the official doctrine parroted by the intellectuals at the service of the state is readily identifiable as pure propaganda. And this helps free the mind. In contrast, he writes, the democratic system seeks to determine and limit the entire spectrum of thought by leaving the fundamental assumptions unexpressed. They are presupposed but not asserted. Yeah, that's quite accurate. I've also written about that many times. I mean, just think about it simply. Say, take, take say, the, a, a country which is at the opposite spectrum from us, the Soviet Union, domestically. Uh, that's a country run by the bludgeon, essentially. It's a command state. The state controls everybody, basically follows orders. I mean, it's more complicated than that, but essentially that's the way it works. Well, there it's very easy to determine what propaganda is. What the state produces is propaganda. I mean, that's the kind of thing that Orwell described in 1984. Not a very good book, incidentally, a very bad book. One of the reasons why it's popular is because it's so kind of trivial. And another reason it's popular is that it's talking about our enemies. So that makes it popular. If he was dealing with a serious problem ourselves, then it wouldn't have been popular. In fact, it would probably not have been published. Uh, but uh, 
in a country like that, where there's a kind of ministry of truth, propaganda is very easily identifiable. Everybody knows what it is, and you can choose to say repeat it if you like. But basically, it's not trying. It's not really trying to control your thought very much. It's it's trying. It's giving you the party line. It's saying here's the official doctrine. As long as you don't disobey, you won't get in trouble. But what you think is of nobody's is not of great importance to anyone. If you get out of line, we'll do something to you because we have force. Well, take, now, democratic societies can't really work like that because the state can't control behavior by force. I mean, it can to some extent, but to a much more limited, it it's much more limited in its capacity to control by force. It therefore has to control what you think. And again, democratic theorists have understood this for 50, 60 years, very articulate about it. If the voice of the people is heard, you better control what that voice says, meaning you have to control what they think. Now, the method that Otero mentions there is one of the major methods. One of the ways in which you control people, what people think is by creating a debate. So it looks like there's a debate going on, but making sure that that debate stays within very narrow margins. Namely, and it, you have to make sure that the debate, both sides in the debate, accept certain assumptions. And those assumptions turn out to be the propaganda system. As long as everyone accepts the propaganda system, then you can have a debate. So take, for example, uh, the Vietnam War is a classic example. I mean, if you, in the official media, say, you know, in the major media, say the New York Times or CBS or whatever, in fact, all across the spectrum except at the very far out periphery, which reaches almost no one. But in the major media, which, which reached the overwhelming majority of the population, there was a lively debate. It was between people who called doves and people called hawks. The people called hawks said, if we keep at it, we can win. The people called doves said, even if we keep at it, we probably can't win, and besides, it would probably be too costly for us, and besides, maybe we're killing too many people, something like that. Now, both sides, the doves and the hawks, agreed on something. We have a right to carry out aggression against South Vietnam. In fact, they didn't even admit that that was taking place. They called it the defense of South Vietnam, using defense for aggression in the standard Orwellian case. We were, in fact, attacking South Vietnam just as much as the Russians are attacking Afghanistan. And in fact, very similar. We first, like them, we first established a government that invited us in. And until we found one, we had to overturn government after government. Finally, we got one that invited us in after we'd been there for years. Uh, and then we attacked the countryside and the population. That's an aggression. Nobody thought that was wrong. Or rather, anyone who thought that was wrong was not admitted to the discussion. If you're a dove, you're in favor of aggression. If you're a hawk, you're in favor of aggression. The debate between the hawks and doves then is purely tactical. Can we get away with it? Mod moderately on grounds of is it too bloody or too costly, which is kind of irrelevant. I mean, the real point is that aggression is wrong. Like when the Russians invaded Czechoslovakia, that was wrong. They got away with it. They didn't kill anybody, but it was wrong because aggression is wrong. We all understand that. Uh, but you can't allow that understanding to be expressed when it relates to the violent actions of our state, obviously. Now, if you were in a totalitarian, if this was a totalitarian state, the Ministry of Truth would have simply said, it's right for us to go into Vietnam, period. Don't argue with me. People would have known that that's the propaganda system, and they could have thought whatever they wanted. They could have seen that we're attacking Vietnam, just like we can see that, they're atta that the Russians are attacking Afghanistan. You couldn't permit that understanding of reality in this country. It's too dangerous. People are f much freer. 
they can express themselves, they can do things. So therefore it was necessary to control, try to control thought, uh, to make it appear as if the only issue is a tactical one. Can we get away with it? There's no issue of right or wrong. Now that partially worked, but not entirely. Among the educated part of the population, it worked almost totally. There are good studies of this which show that among the more educated parts of the population, the government propaganda system was accepted unquestioningly with only the most marginal statistical error. On the other hand, after a long period of popular spontaneous uh, opposition and dissent and organization, the general population got out of control. Uh, and in fact, as, as recently as 1982, the latest polls I've seen in 1982, uh, uh, over 70% of the population still was saying that the war was, I'm now quoting the wording of the poll, the Gallup poll, the war was fundamentally wrong and immoral, not a mistake. That is, the overwhelming majority of the population is neither hawks nor doves. They're opposed to aggression. On the other hand, the educated part of the population, they're in line. Uh, they, for them, it's just a tactical question of hawk versus dove. Now, uh, this is incidentally not untypical. Propaganda very often works better for the educated than it does for the uneducated. This is true on many issues. Uh, there are a lot of reasons for this. One reason being that the educated are the, they receive more of it. You know, they receive more of the propaganda because they read more. Uh, the other, another thing is that they are the agents of propaganda. After all, their job is commissars. They're supposed to be the agents of the propaganda system, so they believe it. It's very hard to say something unless you believe it. Uh, and the other reasons are that they're, they're just part of the privileged elite by and large, so they share their interests and perceptions, uh, whereas the population is more marginalized. It by and large doesn't participate in the democratic system, uh, which is an elite game overwhelmingly. And it, they, people learn from their own lives, you know, to be skeptical. And in fact, most of them are. There's a lot of skepticism and dissent and so on. But this is a typical example. Here's a case which is an interesting one because while the technique of thought control worked very effectively, in fact, to virtually 100% effectiveness among the educated part of the population, it, after years, after many years of atrocities and massacre and hundreds of thousands of people killed and so on, it began to erode among the general population. There's even a name for that. It's called the Vietnam Syndrome, grave disease. You know, people understand too much. Uh, but it's very striking, very illuminating to see how well it worked among the educated. In American history, say, to pick up a book on American history and look at the Vietnam War, there is no such event as the American attack against South Vietnam. I mean, it's as if in the Soviet Union, say, in the early part of the 21st century, Nobody will have ever said there was a Russian invasion of Afghanistan. Everyone said it's a Russian defense of Afghanistan. That's not going to happen. In fact, already people talk about the Russian invasion of Afghanistan. Maybe they defend it, maybe not, but they admit that it exists. But in the United States, where the indoctrination system is vastly more effective, the educated part of the population can't even see that it exists. We cannot see that there was an American invasion of South Vietnam. And it's out of, the, it's out of history down Orwell's memory hole.
Asylum here 
King Solomon, he never lived round here Straight to hell, boy Go straight to hell, boy Go straight to hell, boy Go straight to hell, boy This is the Bohemian Beat, and that was The Clash with Straight to Hell. And before that, an interview with Noam Chomsky from Terrorism, the Politics of Language, recorded in 1986. Noam Chomsky, born in 1928, is one of the world's leading intellectuals, father of modern linguistics, outspoken media and foreign policy critic, and tireless activist who has written well over 100 books. And let's continue with a little more from that album, Terrorism, The Politics of Language, with a piece called Debasing Language and Meaning. And a language warning for the track coming up. Well, perhaps it's like um, George Orwell said in his essay, Politics and the English Language, that in our time, political speech and writing is... Um, are largely the defense of the indefensible. Yeah. Well, I mean, he gave interesting... I mean, he gave examples which are now classic, like the term pacification. The term pacification is used for mass murder. So we carried out pacification in Vietnam. You look at what the pacification programs were. They were literally programs of mass murder to try to uh, uh, suppress and destroy a resisting civilian population. And now Orwell wrote long before Vietnam, but he already noted that pacification is being used that way. And by now it's an industry. I mean, Orwell had pointed out early examples of this kind of usage. I mean, a standard example is defense. In 1947, we used to have, in the United States, we used to have something called the War Department. In fact, up until 1947, we had a War Department. Since 1947, we haven't had a War Department. We've had a Defense Department. Now, anybody who had his head screwed on realized in 1947, we're not going to be involved in defense anymore. We're only going to be involved in war. And that's why the War Department has to be renamed the Defense Department, because defense means aggression. Uh, and. Uh, this is, by now, this is a sophisticated operation. Uh, the same, every term you think of, I'm take, say, the term conservative. This is, conservative is supposed to be a good thing, and this is supposed to be a conservative administration. I mean, a true conservative, like, say, Robert Taft, would turn over in his grave to see what's being called conservative. Everything that conservatives have always fought against is being advanced by this administration. I mean, this administration is, uh, in favor of extending the power of the state, increasing the intervention of the state in the economy. That has increased faster under this administration than anyone since the Second World War. Uh, it's also interested in protecting the state against the citizens. So cutting down access to the state, controlling thought, controlling, uh, uh, con- controlling expression, attacking civil liberties, attacking individual rights. Uh, total lawlessness. It's the most lawless administration we've ever had. All of these things are anathema to conservatives. Conservatives want the opposite in every respect, so naturally they call the administration conservative. Uh, And if you like it, you're supposed to be conservative. And uh, this way of, these are all ways of undermining the possibility of independent thought by even eliminating the tools that you can use to, to engage in it. Could you talk a little bit about the, the power of naming that seems to be crucial in this whole process? Mm. Well, these are all examples of it. I mean, you, uh, uh, language is, after all, a tool for thought. If you debase the language, you debase the thought. It's, I, I, I don't want to exaggerate this element of it, but it is one element, and, a, and one that's certainly consciously manipulated in order to introduce confusion and lack of perception. 
Began as a mistake, a happy accident perhaps As I wait for the streetlight to fade out to black The city's asleep, set for the 24-7-11 The never-ending routine is a killing machine And the department is closed Even your headstone is temporary after you go Bus stop waiting, watching the crowd arrive If you've any last words, now's the time I'm the same as them, but I watch as if I were an alien Feels like 1984, hope there might be maybe more Till we fight the war, it hit the high watermark Rise and fall already, it's still profit over sustainable energy Get them hooked when they're young Build the trust and look what they become Brand loyal servants, fearful of the little guy Whose business inevitably fails He calls to change this corporate society While wearing Nike, and he doesn't smell the irony Seems the b-boys working for the billionaire Sporting that uniform Blissfully unaware, proud of it too In a crowd there's a thousand of you Marker researched and sold to your crew Blinded by advertisements and I'm caught in a web Between the TV, I and the walking dead They say the devil's loose downtown The eye of a quiet storm and the black agenda They say the devil's loose downtown and he sure is a snappy dresser I've got a lot on my plate Gotta get it down because it's rotting away I know there's something in these crowds I watch Something to get down before the hour hand stops In the warehouse district alleyway maze Beautiful losers on an average day There's graffiti on the wall and a lot of it's no good But some of it's funny and I record it in my notebook Broken images, kids with Excalibur Communication limits, we're just of a different caliber The man with his final trial to please a woman with some kind of smiling disease Get the show on the road with the flying trapeze Disquieting greed, piloting the economy Weeping to the choir and preaching to the firing squad Which side are you on of this rioting mob? They say the devil's loose downtown The eye of a quiet storm and the black agenda They say the devil's loose downtown They say the devil's loose downtown The days pile upon days So we buy more, feed your kids into this And pay for what you break Trust the TV image, it's safe, so safe The days pile upon days So we buy more, feed your kids into this And pay for what you break Trust the TV image, it's safe, so safe The days pile upon days So we buy more, feed your kids into this And pay for what you break Trust the TV image, it's safe, so safe The days pile upon days So we buy more, feed your kids into this And pay for what you break All that does is fill the bellies of the pigs who exploit them you are listening to the Bohemian Beat, and we just heard Subsketch with The Devil Is Down. And before that, Noam Chomsky's 1986 talks and interview, Terrorism, The Politics of Language. 
And that is all we have time for today. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the Bohemian Beat. I will be back next week, same beat time, same Bohemian frequency, for more poetry, music and a healthy dose of anarchy. In the meanwhile, drop us a line. Check out the website, thebohemianbeat.com. And thank you to those who have been in contact. It certainly means a lot to me to hear from you. We will end with a track from The Herd called Time to Face the Truth. Thank you for joining me on The Bohemian Beat. I'm ready. Make sure your blokes don't go walk about on set. I want everyone there at least an hour before the game. I didn't like that no more. What? I said, it's not like that anymore. What's not? Yo, can't see what's not incarceration And yet not one cop yet to be locked up Palm Island lock up, look up the skies falling Change courts, look the laws talking Saying nothing that we ain't heard before In my hood, the police step out the car door Is it too hard or is that what you're there for? Racial profile, huh, and therefore Assumptions get made Man, it must have been a good dose of hate Made the country this way Yo, they took the children away And there's still two systems of justice to this day Sorry, see, that's a long way from sovereignty Why fellas still get away with robbery Seem like we need a big robbery Where we don't have to turn our backs on the apology You can turn away or you can try to end the pain If you can see how it really is Well No time to entertain thoughts We want blood, yes, of course We of course as it is Down and burns the white skin forefathers armed with sticks of lightning Disease and booze with dehumanizing Cold iron of an empire rising As pale as skin, as pale as death Got swept like flood water down full blood We kidnapped children That's what our enlightened pilgrims did to kill them It's genocide, God's work We don't know a thing about shame Just Darwin's a frame Pass the blame like a share and dispute the racism inherent in the endless cycle How can we celebrate Cook's arrival? Now whole people celebrate me and survival What if your brother was Doomagy or like Kev Comedy and planned his own eulogy? We're disgracefully so far along with half-hearted attempts to address the wrong This is your land I'm on, we owe much more than money But that's where we're restarting from You can turn away or you can try to end the pain If you can see how it really is Entertain thoughts, we want blood, yes, of course, we of course as it is. It's not like that anymore. What's still? Use white fellas telling us black fellas what to do. So much work to do, so much pain still. My heart cries out for you. No more excuses. No more blindfolds, we've got a job to do I'm so sorry, we're so sorry It's time to face the truth